about time, it's about space, it's about saving the human race. It's about hate, it's about love, it's about everything above. It's about war, it's about peace, it's about changing history. It's about you, it's about me, it's about time. Good morning and welcome to the program called All In With The Lord. Every day, every week, we all strive, if we're in Christ, to learn more, to grow, not be stagnant, and not just hang out with the Word, but grow in the Word. And today I'd like to talk about that because I think a lot of Christians are very excited when they realize that they're following Jesus. But they don't necessarily understand entirely what that means, because there is a lot to it. And some religious aspects of it take people on bunny trails in different directions where the Word of God becomes less effective. And I think if anything today, the younger generation is crying out for a demonstration of the reality of God's Word. They don't need platitudes. They don't need storybook ideas. They need to see real, bona fide, believing Christians living and doing what the Word of God says is true. What does that mean? I think there uh, there is a flood of people coming to the Lord right now because things have gotten tough in the world, and that always drives people to pray. It's unfortunate that it takes that to drive them to pray. I know we're on the, the verge of voting, and in the next few years it's going to be very um uh, amazing how the earth and the world duel it out, so to speak, in our country. But we are Christians. We need to vote the Bible. We need to know the Bible. We need to understand that God Almighty, the creator of the universe, who gave us Jesus the Christ, and he, the Christ, is the reason that you don't have to spend eternity in hell. I don't know how often we really understand the depth of what we're saved from. And I'm not going to go into all that today, but I will tell you this. When you have that light bulb go off moment in your life and you say, I am following Jesus. I'm making Jesus the Lord of my life. Your name is is on that list that will be guaranteed not to be judged when you enter into eternity because the judgment price was paid by Jesus the Christ. So all that gets you is what you never deserved, 
but it gets you out of having to pay the price for all the things you did in your life that were considered to be sinful or they were considered to be of the world point of view. But that's a good thing. Accepting Jesus gets you that. Jesus delivered us from hell. He delivered us from all of the evil of this present world. So when we accept him and have that moment, we did it by faith. That's the one time in your life where faith, boom, it just worked. And you know what? It worked the instant you believed. Yeah, it worked. It was instantaneous. There's no delay in that. God so loved the world. Are you that? Are you part of the world? That he gave his only begotten son while we were yet sinners? That means that your name is written in that list of yet sinners because he died 2,000 years ago. You weren't born yet. You weren't even born. Your, your parents weren't born. Your, your grandparents. So the Lord Jesus died, paid the price for you, who were yet to come. So your name was already on the list of the saved, potentially saved, because God loved you before you even had a chance at being you. But the Bible also tells us that he foreknew us before we came to earth. So we existed somewhere. And then we were born into a family, or at least through a mother. I, you cannot have it another way, my friend. I don't care what you think about how things work with the new 200 and some genders or whatever they think they've got, but everybody born needed a mother other than Adam and Eve. So we, our names... We're on that list to yet to be saved. But Jesus did it knowing that we would have the day where we had the right to claim what he did, his victory. God so loved the world. So today I want to talk about love. What is love? And how do you use it or not in your life? Most people you talk to, if you say, what is love? Uh, well, I love my wife, or I love my husband, or I love my, my, my spouse-to-be, or whatever. But I love my kids. I love, I love. That's, that's good, but that is not the kind of love I'm talking about. We're talking about the kind of love that is so powerful that if you wanted to take over a planet, you would use love to do it. You could use love to do it. God is using love to do it. 
in the heavens, there was a war, the Bible tells us, led by Lucifer, a rebellious angel, who wanted to take over and be God. I can be God. That's what he said. And he convinced a big portion of heaven to agree with him. And there was a war because he challenged the judgments of the Creator who created all things as we currently know them. He challenged it and said, I can, be, I can exalt my throne. Today, a lot of humans are still trying to exalt their throne above God. So God, using love, came on the scene through Jesus again, and as you, through the demonstration of love, is winning back to him all that Lucifer tried to steal. God so loved us. So what is love? God, first of all, God is love. He doesn't love us. He is love. So what is love? What is God? What is love? Love is the most powerful energy ever to exist in any dimension. And I'm going to read you something here. You can Google this, actually. Is love the most powerful energy? If, if Einstein's theory, E equals MC2, we accept the energy to heal the world. Now, that love energy is a healing energy. But if instead of E equals MC2, we accept that energy to heal the world can be obtained through love multiplied by the speed of light squared. I'm going to give you a headache on this one, right? We arrive at the conclusion that love is the most powerful force there is, ever was, and ever will be. Because it has no limits. It has no limits. So love is limitless. So why? What is love? Because the kind of love we initially have as humans, when you're attracted to another person and you love them, or you think you know what love is because you love them, you feel a sense of connection, a sense of intimacy that draws you to that other person. But God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son into the earth to unconditionally love us in spite of how we're living, in spite of what we've done, to get love, the power of love, to work in our lives. And love is taking over the planet for Jesus. <clears throat> but what kind of love? Agape love. The kind of love that is so 
<coughs> excuse me, <coughs> so powerful, so immense, so strong that you cannot resist it if you open your mind to it. The only thing that can stop you from allowing love to turn everything around in your life is your stubbornness and close-mindedness or your de- being deceived by Lucifer who deceived one-third of heaven, of the angels. So you wouldn't be in... You wouldn't be in a minority. You'd be in a, in a somewhat of a, a majority of people if you are one of the deceived. But it's God's love that is winning. And love never fails. God's love never fails. Your love might fail, but God's love never fails. So God has poured out this energy. Love is a moving energy. It's not stagnant. It adapts. It adapts to you. So here's what it does. Here comes love, God, and taps you on the shoulder and says, I love you. Will you accept me? Some will. Some refuse to accept love. When you refuse to accept love, love sits there, stagnant at that point, waiting, tapping, knocking for you to come to a point in life where you accept love. If you accept love, unconditional love, then you accept God, the Father, and His Son, Jesus, who paid a price for you to redeem you while you didn't even know he existed so that you would not have to be judged by the courts of heaven which rule the universe. And there are an all-just court that everything you did wrong must be satisfied. It's There's no other way around it. Or if God bent the rules for you, then all of his creation would be out of whack because there would be no law, no justice. Right now, we complain in this country that there's unequal justice, and there is. But God's world, there are, there's not unequal justice. It's all just. However, justice was met on your behalf by the Lamb of God, who paid the price for you and all that you owe the universe to no longer owe anything. Your debt was paid, but you must receive it. You must receive love, that energy. It's a moving force. It's energy. It's agape love, selfless love. Agape is the highest level of love to offer. It's given without any expectations of receiving anything in return. Offering agape is a decision to spread love in any circumstance, including destructive situations. God made a decision to spread love. 
That's why it's a moving energy. Love is present all around everyone. Not everyone receives love. Some people are so messed up in their childhood, being grown up in situations that there was no love, that they can't even imagine that there's love, let alone unconditional love, that no matter what you have done, love is saying, come on, I got you. Love loves you. Love created you. Love is God. God is love. So love is the, the, the core energy that actually formed you and made you and gave you a soul and a mind and a spirit. Love did that. Love never fails. Love actually dissolves negativity. <clears throat> it's the key to manifesting. It is, and it instantly raises your vibration. What do I mean by that? Everybody's vibrating at a frequency. Some people have a great frequency. They walk into the room, they brighten it up. Because their frequency is closer to love, to God. Some people walk out of the room. They brighten it up because their frequency is so depressed that it's sucking life right out of it, out of other people. There's some people who just take and there's those who give. They don't, the takers have not let love in. They don't know how to be loved. And if they don't know how to be loved, they can't express love or share love. So the first step is to get love into them. Some people are unequally yoked in marriage. Some people are unequally yoked in organizations and their relationships where one person got love in and the other person didn't. And they say, well, we'll, we'll change them. We're here to change them. And that's possible, but you really will have to be tested because you're going to have to give unconditional love. Unconditional. That means no matter what they do, you're going to have to stick it out through unconditional love. You've got to get them to receive love. And the way you begin to receive love is through Jesus the Christ. Then the doors begin to open because you realize that God so loved you that he sent his prize creation, Jesus. <clears throat> and Jesus said, I'll do that, Father. I will go there and I'll pay that price. <clears throat> and even for Jesus, the night before he went to the cross, he prayed, if there's any way to let this cup pass, Father, please. Yet there was no other way. Because what love was looking at was all of us. If Jesus didn't pay the price for all of us, all of us, anyone hearing my voice 
would be spending eternity in hell. And there is a hell. Anything separated from love is going to be hell, especially in eternity when fear, the opposite of love, is the master. <clears throat> you would live your entire eternity, which, you know, we, we say, you know, I don't know how old you are, but as you older you get, the more you realize fast, how fast it moves. And you, this length of time you live, whether you live to be 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100, or biblically 120, you, this is the shortest amount of time that you will witness in your conscious mind. And you are yet determining something called eternity by simply being alive for this short period of time on earth. Love is trying to enter into you. Will you receive love? There is nothing in love that wants to harm you. There is nothing in love that wants you to be sick or to be unhealthy or to be broke. Love wants you to be loved, to be blessed. Love is the greatest power of all throughout all eternity and love never fails. So, it's a powerful, high vibration energy. And if you don't know the love of God, your vibration, it is a very low frequency. It will probably not receive very many good things in life. We have to change the frequency that we're vibrating at. And the more we understand love, and God's love, it's an automatic upper. You get up. Oh, man, I am loved by the creator who created the universe. I am chosen. And I am choosing him back by saying, thank you, sir, for dying and paying all my debts. Thank you. Now I choose to reverence you. I choose to love you back. So love demands you receive it, and then it let it grow in you, and then that love for love, for God, you can give back. And that perpetuates God's world. He wants to be loved as well, but he, you cannot love him unless you first receive his love, because you don't even know what love is. And yet I'm telling you that if you make love, uh, you, if you realize it's a healing force, it's a moving force, it's not just a word. It is definitely dissolves the negativity. If you allow love to love you, understand God loves you, and then love back. So this love that we say to one another on earth, I love you, I love you, I love you, as such a shallowness of what it is. But it's a start. 
So we need to receive God's love in order to use God's love. Love is more important than money. Love is much more important. You can have all the money in the world, still be going to hell, and still feel alone and not loved. So love is the first thing you should want to get. We want to embrace love. We want to be intimate with love itself, which is God. Then, if we will allow ourselves to be intimate with love, then love can reign inside of us. Um, love is powerful, and divine love is undescribable, indescribable. It's, it's a, the di- divine love is a dimension of true nature, responsible for a rising of qualities, feelings, and effects in experience. It's not only light, which is consciousness, but also love. Love is, is the primal feeling. It needs to be, it, it's, it's the source of all. So love created us. And I don't know that I've heard that said a lot. But love is God, and God is love. It is a force. And God loved us. He so loved us that he gave his only begotten son. While we were yet sinners, and all we've got to do is receive love, that then learn to understand what love is doing. And when it says in the Bible that he who began a good work in you will continue until the day Jesus returns, bringing that love and bringing you to full completion, they're saying love who began a good work in you will continue until Jesus returns, taking over the world and growing you with a heart of love so that you then can love one another as Christ our Lord loved his church. And that is where we as Christians need to begin our day. Father, help me to understand the power of love. Help me to receive the fullness of that power because to the degree that I receive your love in me is how fast my prayers can manifest and happen. If you are afraid of God, or beat up on yourself because you you don't feel worthy, or whatever, love is not present. And love is the only thing that will solve the prayer. When you give God the prayer, and you pray for something, two or more agree. It's love, and understanding the fullness of that love, that causes it to manifest And how quickly it manifests depends on how much of God's love you have received. So today, let's open our minds and our hearts and let's receive more of God's unconditional love. God so loved us that he sent his son, 
Jesus to redeem us once and for all. And pay the price so that you could walk around being loved for all eternity and love others as he loves us. That, my friends, is what we're supposed to be doing. So we're going to take a commercial break, come back, we're talking about the power of love, the energy of love. Don't go away. It's about time, it's about space, it's about saving the human race. It's about hate, it's about love, it's about everything above. It's about war, it's about peace, it's about changing history. It's about you, it's about me, it's about time. Broadcasting live from historic West Norriton Township. This is AM 1180. AM 1180. WFYL. King of Prussia. Philadelphia. It's about time. It's about space. It's about saving the human race. It's about hate. It's about love. It's about everything above. It's about war. It's about peace. It's about changing history. It's about you. It's about me. It's about time. We are back, <clears throat> and we're talking on this program about the power that created the universe, the power of love. God doesn't love us. He actually is love, and he sent love as light into the earth, into the world, and light began to exist at the rate of 186,000 miles per second, continuing to expand the universe along with love. So wherever light is, love is present. God's love. God's love is what glues together all that we know as existence. The opposite of that would be Lucifer, who's using the core of fear. And his world, fear, glues together everything. And true hell would be being removed from love for all eternity. To never, ever feel love again. Never, ever to be loved again, but be dismissed and allowed to exist apart from love. In the absence of love is fear. So I don't know if you got all that, but I'm going to move on because without getting some of the core of love, people often say, my prayers don't seem to be answered, or they're not answered fast enough, or I pray and I pray and I pray and I don't know, where's God when I need him? You know, does God, you know, what's, why is he holding out? If God, if he really loves me, if God really loves me, why wouldn't he fix my problem? He did. Not going to. He did. You are the one who don't understand how to access what he already fixed. And the first step towards accessing it is receiving his love. And understanding that there is no possible way that the God who created the universe and all that we know is life, there is no way that he ever would want you to suffer, 
to be broke, busted, sick, or disgusted. That is, you got to get that out. It is a lie from fear. It is a lie from Satan. It is a lie, period. Yet, we're born into a world telling us lie after lie after lie to the point where you believe them. Or we're all brought up differently in different churches, different, we're not, no churches, worse, parents that don't know anything, telling you what to think. And then you arrive at a point in time where you think you know, but you don't know what you know. And I'm telling you right now, if you don't know that love is the core, then you don't know anything. I don't care what school you've gone to. I don't care how smart you think you are. I don't care if you have 15 degrees on the wall and yet you don't have love. My friend, you are worthless. Love makes you worth everything. Love, the value of love. The power of love. A person who knows they're loved can do mighty things. A person who feels unloved can barely get out of their own way. And that's a fact. So let's talk about how love works. Love created all the promises in the Bible. That's God. He created the promises. There are curses in that Bible. Deuteronomy, list of the curses, list of the blessings. How did the curses get here? Because love was pushed aside and said, we don't want you. We're going to try a different route. That was Adam. Because he ate from the tree that he was asked not to, told not to. And that tree produced the knowledge of evil, of good and evil, but evil. So in evil... Love was contaminated, and Adam became contaminated because he no longer just trusted God and felt loved by God. He was out on his own trying to do this love thing, trying to create himself, figure it out. I can be God. I can be God. And he found out that isn't the way to go. And maybe you're finding that out too. You would love it right now if God Almighty would reach into your life, fix everything, and just... Make it all right with your kids, with your family, with everything. Wouldn't that be great? Well, he has. He has reached into your life. And reaching into your life and said, take my love. His name is Jesus. Allow Jesus, the seed, to, un to grow and to produce fruit inside of you so you can understand love. The greatest weapon to take over a planet is love, and that's how God is doing this one. His love doesn't leave all of existence in fear. It leaves it in love. And you, receiving God's love, can then share God's love, unconditional love, so that everyone you come in contact with can feel love from you. That is the true gospel that Jesus came and died, gave his life, the, the, the ultimate act of love, giving, being tortured and giving up his life so that you could have a stamp on your head or on your body that says, <clears throat> paid in full, 
you don't have to go to hell. I don't know about you, but I don't know where that stamp is. I hope it's all over me. Because we've all sinned and fell short of the glory because we were born under that thinking that tells us how we're going to figure it out. So how would you like to know how to get your prayers answered quick, like real quick? How would you like to know how to watch things manifest, manifest, appear, that you've been praying for for years? But it's possible. How? How are How can that be? I tried everything. You haven't tried love. Not enough. If you can get all of the anger you have for God or for others out and only fill it with love, just go about loving people, <coughs> forgiving all, and then become intimate with the Father who is love and allow that relationship. And then if you're fortunate enough to find a partner, who you can be spiritually intimate with as well, then you've got a three-ply cord. You've got the Father in both, and then you've got the two, and it comes together as one. And now you have the ultimate power, the ultimate power of love with two or more agreeing. And when you can be free of holding anything against God or anyone, and only look for the good in them. Only go after trying to bless people, help people, and love people. If you can do that, you and your part, agreement partner in prayer will begin to see manifestations of answered prayer faster and faster and faster. So the key is to be pure of heart. We need to be pure of heart and not holding anything against anyone. And you know, you might say to yourself, I don't, I really don't, Art. I don't hold anything against anyone. I, I really have forgiven everyone. That's great. You know where I'm going to tell you your biggest challenge may be? You're holding it against yourself. You're holding yourself to a standard that you cannot live up to. Forgive yourself. In Romans, it says, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. One of Satan's greatest weapons is telling people they're not worthy. Remember those things you did? Look, every single person is a sinner, but anyone who accepted Jesus is free of that. You've been born again. So you can't have it both ways. You can't be dragging the body of death along with you and giving that the power. We've got to become free. Allow God's love to teach you how much he loves you that he doesn't see one thing wrong with you. There is nothing he can find wrong in you because he's not looking for it. He's only looking for the good that you're growing. Love is amazing. It doesn't hold anything against you. It only wants to love you. If we can love ourselves, 
then we can love others. But we have to forgive ourselves as Christ forgave us, as God has forgiven, as love has forgiven us. And feel so good and free that there's nothing held against you anywhere. And you now can love others the same way. That's being freed up and allowing love to grow. Now when we pray, we're praying out of love for anyone. No self-agendas, and that's important. We don't want our agenda to be in their anyone else's life. We want God's agenda. That's love. We want love to take over everyone's life. So when you speak to other people, do you speak out of love? Do you speak with bitterness? Are you easily upset? Are you easily emotionally driven to react to someone who treats you wrong? The defense mechanism that causes us to do that is a weapon of the of Satan because he wants to destroy the peace that comes from knowing you're loved. When you recognize that every little thing in your life God has forgiven, how could you get so upset at someone else for doing anything to you? Because God's also forgiven them. Now, it might hurt, and you might be tired of getting punched, but we have to stay in peace. It's the peace of love inside of us that allows us to be free to manifest answered prayer. If we allow emotions and thoughts to react, cause us to react, we stop the manifestation of what we're praying for. And that's why God says, peace, be still. Accept the fullness of God's love and don't let anyone steal your joy. The joy of the Lord is our strength. What what do you mean by that? The joy of love. The joy of knowing you are loved more than any other, anything God has ever made. God loves you. And don't let a reaction cause you to fall out of joy. So how do we get there? How do we get in that space of joy and peace, and happiness, knowing how much we are loved, so that Satan can't steal our dreams, because he tries to steal the dream. And how does he do that? Takes away your hope. He takes away your joy. Tries to get you depressed. And that's the opposite of God's love. I don't think we understand love, but I'm praying that we will understand it more by talks like this and others. When you take the promises of God, which are all for your benefit, and you use those promises and you speak them, words are containers. They either contain the free love, knowing that you're loved by God, or they contain the fear to stop things from happening. So when we speak out of our mouth, Everything's created by words. Uh, I mean, I'm so past trying to explain that. It's just, if you don't get that, that is how God created us in his image and likeness. He gave man the ability to speak.
words. And his words are containers that contain the seed of love that created everything. So when we take his promises, which are all containing love, and we speak his words out of our mouth, we're speaking the power of love. We're speaking the power of love. And it is that love that never fails. And it is that love that causes the angels of God that serve him, that are here on the earth, their job is to make sure that love never fails. His word is love. He is love. First, there was the word. He was the word. He is the word. And love is who he is. So love and the word are one. Love and the word are one. He is love. Our words are spiritual containers, and they contain whatever was is in us when we speak them. Is love in you, or is something else in there? In Matthew 18, 18 through 20, Truly I tell you, whatever you forbid and declare to be improper and unlawful on earth must be what is already forbidden in heaven. And whatever you permit and declare proper and lawful on earth must be what's already permitted in heaven. What does that mean? Love is permitted in heaven. So however you're binding things, whatever you're doing out of love, you're binding yourself from seeing solutions if you do not, if you do not. Allow love to be in your words and using God's words. Again, I tell you, if two of you on earth agree, now here's more to it, harmonize together, make a symphony together about whatever, anything and everything you may ask, whatever, it will come to pass and be done for them by my Father in heaven. For wherever two or three are gathered, Drawn together as my followers into my name, there I am in the midst of them. Love. So if two people come together and pray and they have not love in their hearts, that prayer may not be answered. Not the way you think. It's not just that two people agree. We have to allow love in. That is a whole new dimension of thinking. Is love present in your life? Is love operating inside of you. Do you love your neighbor as God loved you? Do you love your neighbor as you love yourself? And you should love yourself. Do you not love yourself? Why? Because God loves you. God values you so much. And we need to understand the value that we bring and that also every other person we come in contact with brings because God so loved the world that he went and paid a price for all of us. He loves us. See, that's the part I don't think we it's hard to get, how much you're loved. If you knew how much you're loved, everything else starts to fall in place. We have the Holy Spirit to help us become intimate with the Father. That's what He wants. He wants <clears throat> the love He has for you and I to be felt by us. 
And the Holy Spirit's job is to fulfill in us that love, to help us communicate back and forth with our Father. I, for one, want it all. I don't know if you want it all, but I want it all. What do I want? I want to realize how much I'm loved. I want to turn to all those around me and love them as Christ loved the church and preach the gospel in a way that's demonstrable. It can't be just, I love you and uh, Christ loves you. Now go and pray and hopefully God will get you what you want. That's not good, my friends. If you have anything stored up, you need to be helping give to those people when you give them that message. You don't just tell them go warm and go get warm and be, be you know, uh, be happy. If they need money to pay for their fuel bill, give them the money. Oh, Art, I can't do that. I don't have that kind of money. Get it. Where do I get it? Pray. Get yourself in love. See, that's what love does. Love doesn't just look out for yourself. Love is looking out for all those around you. And you become a demonstration of love. You become a demonstration of the love of God in this earth. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Will you receive that love? Will you allow that love to grow inside of you? You wake up tomorrow, and I've heard people, friends of mine, people say, I've made a lot of money. Yeah, i got to make sure I invest it wisely. Really? Investing it wisely means helping your brothers and sisters and allowing love to grow through a demonstration of what love really is. We must love one another. That is what heaven is. That is how it will be. This is a training ground to decide where you're going to spend eternity. And can you begin the process of learning about love? Love is energy. I'll go back to the beginning of what I said. It's the most powerful energy that can take over any circumstance, any situation, any planet, any populated planet. It could take it over. Love, love is a weapon, but a good one, because it's love. It's not a weapon of fear. It's a weapon of love. So learn about love. Today, ask the Lord to give you a demonstration of how much he really loves. It is in that love that we can grow within, knowing that we know that we know that we're loved then we will take it upon ourselves to pray and manifest and receive abundance so that we can share it with others because we love them as Christ loves us. Look around you. There are people everywhere that need something. Some people just need a word of encouragement. You can do that. But if you have the ability to pay off someone else's bills, to help them through the winter months, to do things that the Lord would want you to do, and you choose not to, then you have not love. You have self-love, but you're not using the agape love. That agape love, to love one another as Christ loved the church. Now that's a command, actually. We are commanded to love one another. What are you doing about that? 
wake up. It's time for you to receive abundance so you can turn and spread the gospel of love. And when you have nothing to give, you still have love. And love is the seed that will cause more to come. You can't start helping others and loving others without it multiplying in your life. So you want to multiply your life? Use the energy of love. God so loved us. Love is God. God is love. God loves you. God loves me. And yet, we have to receive that love in order to be that love so that we can share that love. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad, for He has given us the spirit of love. He is our love. He loves us. Try to understand today more about how much He loves you, that your name was on the list over 2,000 years ago, even before the foundation of this earth, your name was on a list that Jesus was going to come and pay a price for you because God loves you. He asked his son to do something because he loves you that much. He was willing to watch his son suffer, to be tormented in order for to get us back because he loves you that much. God is love. God is love. What are you going to do about it? Today, find someone to love. Find someone to love as God loves you. Go out to a restaurant to eat. Leave a tip that's bigger than the bill. Bless the person. Be willing to give wherever you go. Look for opportunities to love people you don't even know because God loves them. And you become the demonstration of that love here on earth. Do something with that love. It is the most powerful force in the universe. You have it. You have been loved. You have received the power. You have received love equals E. Love equals MC squared. You have received it. Use it. Have a great week. See you next week on All In. It's about time, it's about space, it's about saving the human race. It's about hate, it's about love, it's about everything above. It's about war, it's about peace, it's about changing history. It's about you, it's about me, it's about time.